You're listening to That's the Industry Podcast, episode number 39. Today, you're going to hear the journey of an up-and-coming actress who just booked the lead role in the movie Tulsa. And the best part? She's only 11 years old. Here we go. You're listening to That's the Industry with Thomas Jordan. That's the Industry with Thomas Jordan. The podcast that takes you inside all the aspects of the entertainment industry. Directly from the people who are making it happen. And now, your host, Thomas Jordan. What's going on, everyone? Thomas Jordan here for another episode. Today, we are joined by actor, singer, songwriter, and chocolate lover. She is 11 years old and taking over the silver screen as we speak. Livy Birch, how's it going? Good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. Now, I'm just curious. Now, I know you're 11 years old, but you are crushing it right now. How did you get started in the industry? Um, well, when I was five, I asked my mom to do the guitar. She said no. <laughs> but when I was six, um, she finally let me borrow one of my big brother's uh, friend's guitars. And then I got lessons. And then one of my friends wanted me to do a musical theater camp with them. And so when I did that, I loved it. And I stayed there for about a year. And then they did a Cinderella production. And I love, because I look like Cinderella, so I'm like, I'm going to be Cinderella. And so I, have, I I didn't get Cinderella, though. So then I wrote a song about not always getting you what you want, and it's called So Say Hey. And then I performed that at um, one of my music places, like Unrecitals is what they call it. And then people were coming up to my mom and dad and asking them, who's she with? Who's her agent? And my mom and dad, um, the, my mom agreed to um, – get us some headshots and then we sent them out to some local Atlanta agents and then um, we heard back from Jacob and Corey and it really went from there. (laughs) Well it sounds like you were famous at five so that's pretty (laughs) awesome Uh, and I'm just trying to think of just size wise because I've seen some of your videos online like is the guitar bigger than you or... Um, when I was, it was, when I was five, it was huge. <laughs> um, it was like half me, maybe more. So that's why it was a bit difficult then, but now it's, um, it's easier. So I'm picking that up even more. When you're playing, who are some of your, uh, who are some of your influences? Um, well, uh, I love Taylor Swift. I've watched her. Uh, she's got a really amazing voice. So that's crazy. Well, when I was little, I went to a, well, I was supposed to go to a Coldplay concert, and that was really amazing. And they had the best concert. And then we also went to Maroon 5, and that was really cool. That's so, so that's awesome. And, and I, so I kind of have a secret to share with you, but you can't tell anybody. I may or may not like some T-Swift as well. <gasps> I can't help it. It's too catchy to pass up. I can't help it. <laughs> and then I saw you play ukulele too. Now, is that is that kind of the same? I, I am by no means of any stretch of the imagination a musician, so you'll have to let me know how that goes. Um. Well, it was probably easier because it was smaller, so I didn't <laughs> have to stretch my hands out as long, and it didn't it wasn't like my hands would stretch so much on the guitar, so it was it was easier, and it was... Just really fun, but also the guitar is fun. So, do your fingers hurt too? I've heard when you're practicing, it can like really on the tips of your fingers. 
sometimes when I do it, I get a bit carried away and pushed down too hard because I, I get into the song. But uh, when I was little, I didn't have like a guitar pick, so my nails would look really awful. <laughs> um, but then uh, we got a guitar pick, so it, it got a bit easier. And do you play any covers? Do you, are you, have you gotten any Taylor Swift covers down yet? Um. Uh, well, I love. I. Uh, I like this the the you belong with we, me one so i learned that and i write my own songs and i love the movie sing so i learned set it all free and i did a pink song just like fire so what's your writing process like you say you write your own songs i'm just curious to like do you start with the music and then start you know go pen to paper and then you go to hook or what's your process like um well Usually I start with the words because then I can write the melody to the words. But and sometimes I write the music first and then it's a bit harder, but I like both ways as much. So <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Like I said, I would not. I was just curious because I would have nowhere, not even a clue where to start. <laughs> but so you started in, you started, it sounded like you sounded younger in, um, or you started more so in music and then it kind of gradually, you know, went into acting. Would you say, so what was your first acting class like? It was kind of weird because it's like I've never done one before. My first acting thing was really musical theater, but my first actual acting thing was a Gorilla Glue commercial. So I didn't really know anything. (laughs) (laughs) In musical theater, what was it like being on stage in front of everybody? Well, I loved it because um, uh, I loved playing my music. And then when I got to sing and act, it was just really fun. And it just went from there because then I got all the acting. And some of my music gets to be put into that, which is really amazing. How does that work? Um, so for Tulsa, I wrote a song called Tulsa Song State Heard. I play ukulele, so they wanted me to write a song. So I wrote it for that, and that got licensed, and it's now on iTunes, which is really amazing, and wow. on my YouTube channel, which is Libby Birch Official. <laughs> um, and I got, and I write some other songs, and one of my songs called L.A. It's about uh, me begging my mom to take me to L.A., but she says the only way I'm going to get there is if I book something, so hopefully I do. Mm-hmm. Um and they and then the movie Front Row Killer licensed that, which is really amazing, and I hope it can license even more. <laughs> I feel like that is a lot going on for eleven years old. Like I, I, I know musicians who I don't even know talk like that. So uh, I think you might be ahead of your time there. No, that's I, I think that's super fascinating. Um, and so, which one do you do you prefer one over the other? Like, do you like acting more than singing, or do you try to? Is it kind of an even balance? probably even because I love them um, both as much. (laughs) (laughs) And what's what would you say is a dream acting role for you? To be on a Nickelodeon or Disney show or to work with Zendaya because I loved her in The Greatest Showman and she was amazing or to incorporate my singing into something or to work with Jamie Foxx. I have watched Annie so many times. It's ridiculous. What inspires you about Jamie Foxx? Well, I loved him in Annie because he got to sing and he got to, um, I just loved his character because it's like he was, um, he was so like closed off and then he opened up to this little girl <laughs> like Tulsa. So was, I just, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's super talented. The fact that he can act and do music and I, he just, he is a jack of all trades, I will say, but, and we'll talk about Tulsa here in just a second, but you tell me about, uh, some of your other acting roles that you've done so far. 
Um, well, I was in Farmer and the Bell. I played Young Bell. I also did, as I said before, with my song L.A. I did a, um, I played Ariana Kent, well, Young Ariana Kent, and Front Row Killer. And then um, this January, actually, I got to travel to South Africa, which was really amazing. And it was Redeeming Love. And it was just really amazing. And I loved it because I got to travel somewhere new. And I got to work with so many great people. <laughs> yeah, so you get to travel to South Africa. Uh, for those who haven't been there, <laughs> what's it like? Um, well, you you really expect it to be like savannas and really flat, but there are actually mountains, which is really crazy. Mm-hmm. And the water, we got to swim with some penguins, and the water's so cold. It's like you expect it to be warm because it's like Africa, but it's so cold. But it was just really amazing. For traveling like that, for a type of gig like this, is is there a lot of is there a lot of pressure when it comes to that sort of thing? Well, uh, I mean, there's like a bit of pressure, but I just love it so much I don't really feel it. <laughs> That's I feel it. So, how do you get in your zone then, as an actor and a musician? Um. Well, for my characters, um, me and my mom, we talk about what they're going through and everything. And for my music, I pick a topic, and then I really think about that and write my songs about it. And when and when you were in South Africa, right before you had to go on, you know, you've got the, you know, cast, the crew waiting. You know, everyone's looking. How do you zone in and get in your zone of genius? When it's like really emotional scenes, I try not to talk to people, but they're like they're just so nice, so it's hard. But um, I try not to talk to them and really get into the mindset of that person you know it's interesting i was in la for five years and uh my i think my first year i was on a set and i thought a couple of the actors were the not so nice type type actors and i went home and told some of my friends and they're like dude they're just in character you gotta leave them alone and yeah, I, was like, I, was, like, I was like "Ooh, that makes sense yeah, when I was on Tulsa, I thought there was one guy who was really grumpy, but then I'm like, the next day he was really nice and really funny. I'm like, oh, dang, he was in character. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like we were talking about you all day yesterday. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> and uh, lastly, in South Africa, I heard you guys went scuba diving. Yes, that was amazing. Um, we, we went- Was that your first time doing that? Yes. Um, uh, so we thought they were just... Um, teaching me how to dive because I have no clue. I would usually belly flop, but they, they were teaching me how to dive. And then they brought all the swim gear and everything. And I'm like, wow, I get to do this. And I did not like the diving. I was terrible at it. So then um, they said, how about you do some diving? Then the scuba. And then I got to do the scuba. I'm like, can I stay down for even longer? But I kept I kept flopping on my on my back like a turtle. So <laughs> that, that wasn't that great. But in the end, the guy just ended up holding me. <laughs> I was going to say, because you probably were, as a boy, I think the word is buoyant. So you would just float, you wouldn't sink. Is that, was that the issue? Um, no, it was because um, the, the, the like air tanks and everything, they were so heavy on my back. So I just fall on my back. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you there's some awesome photo and video of this whole experience. Yeah, my I'm mom sure. Yeah, tons of photos. <laughs> um it was it weird breathing underwater or did you get that far no no i gotta breathe underwater it was it was it was kind of weird at first because you got that big thing in your mouth but it was also really exciting 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was that the highlight of that trip or what was the high besides, you know, being able to act in South Africa? What was uh, one of the biggest highlights in South Africa? Um, well, it was definitely that swimming with the penguins, working with the big people. But also I um, one of the other people on set, they went to a cheetah outreach, which I love cheetahs and love cats. So since I was like the only kid on set, I got a I did a swear jar. Just great. I got tons of money. And <laughs> so I donated all of that to Cheetah Outreach. And then I got to pet some cheetahs, which was really amazing. <laughs> that sounds cool and terrifying all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, to, so swear jar, what do you mean? Like, we're, how did, what was going on there? Like, the actors well, on set, the older actors on set were swearing in front of you and they had to put money in the jar? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I made a list, like, if you said this word, you have to pay 10 If you said this word, you have to pay 50 And so, since I was the only kid on set, they, they were just so used to saying it because there would only be, like, older people. But then they'd see me in the corner and they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry! They'd be like, that's my mom. And she'd be like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then I, I got the idea to do the swear jar. And then I made a lot of money. That's awesome. That is so cool. And what's it like, you've got to bring me into your mind a little bit when you're on set and you're the only kid on, or yeah, you're the only kid on set. Like what kind of what's going through your head? Is it like, is it even really affecting you at all? Or are you just like, Oh, you know, is this another day on set? Um, it's kind of like a bit of both really. Cause it's like, I miss my friends, but then I'm like, I'm on set. I'm filming a movie. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But then when I get back, I'm really excited because I get to meet my friends. So it's kind of a bit of both. <laughs> But you also get to do pranks and everything. So it's really amazing because it's kind of like some of them are acting like kids around me. So. Uh-huh. Uh, what type of pranks were going on? Uh, when, when we were on Tulsa, we did a mustache day. And they had walkie-talkies, which I wanted so bad. Um, so one of them, uh, costume people, they let me um, borrow theirs. So I played with that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know every role is a little bit different, but like I said, before we get into Tulsa on redeeming love, what was one of your biggest challenges for that role? Um, well, it was, I mean, I don't know. There were so many things. It was was just, it was difficult. Yeah. But it was just cool to get into a character like that and a role like that and to like go back in time and everything. Um, I mean, if we had to talk about some things, but um, <laughs> I had to imagine what it was like to be her and have all that happening to me. Hmm. And what would you say is your biggest, because I feel like regardless of age, you're always learning, you know, whether it's on stage or on set, what was your biggest learning takeaway from working on that film? Um, That uh, since... There was this one really difficult scene and it kept being moved because I, I would like get in and then it would be moved and I and it was all crazy. So we we me and my mom really learned to like say, are we doing this now? Are we not? Please tell us <laughs> <laughs> because I would always get into character and then they'd be like, oh, no, that's that's later today. And we'd be like, really? It's great. It's great. If, if it makes you feel any better, it's like that in any industry I have found. Yeah. <laughs> like the community, like I used to be, I used to work in TV, TV on the broadcasting side, which is all about communication. Like it literally is like in school, it's called communications. The worst <laughs> communicators ever are people in the communication industry. It's crazy. 
It's <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and things are a little crazy right now with the uh, pandemic and everything. How have you been adapting to that as an actor? Um. Well, I haven't gotten as many auditions, but I've still gotten some auditions, and it's and it's nice because I get to work on my music, but I also get to um, spend more time with my brothers and I got to read actually the Redeeming Love book because I've already read the script so it's like just read the book (laughs) Um, but it was really sad because they booked a pilot and then pandemic happened and so we're really hoping that happens but um, it it, we don't know yet but it was good because it was happy like Redeeming Love was so serious and Tulsa was happy but also serious and so it was like, it's a happy thing. We're so happy. And then we we also booked a Hallmark movie. We think. We hope. We don't know, really fingers, know. Fing, fingers yeah. crossed. So we're hoping that happens. Yeah. Because... Yeah, we yeah we got to get you we got to get you back in front of the camera for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people think you know. I mean, it's all like you know it's been a very big inconvenience I think for everybody. But do you think by any chance that everything you know may happen for a reason, and you know you'll everything will end up working out the way it's supposed to? Um. Yeah. Because like through this, you get better at self taping, so you don't always have to go to someone. It's like you can zoom and stay in your house. <laughs> um, Isn't it awesome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's great. Except for my brother's playing upstairs, but otherwise it's great. <laughs> and you got and you get really more organized because you're like, okay, after school, because I I do continuous learning at school, so I don't go to school. So like right after I get off, I can. Um, learn my script or start my music and everything. And as far as your YouTube channel, like I, I think, and as you know, I feel like this industry is changing just a little bit. So the fact that you get to do both, are you going to do more on your YouTube channel? Is, are you going to keep continuing to create content for it? If my mom can figure out how to upload some more photos, because we do not know how to do that very well. But uh, we're going to hopefully do that because I upload some of my songs and everything. So hopefully if I write more songs, I will upload that and try try and figure out how to. But, yeah, <laughs> and hopefully record more with Mama Jam. Yeah. And, and what is what is Mama Jam? Well, Mama Jam, she, um, she is like my... Um, one of my music teachers, and she's worked with so many big people, Justin Bieber, Usher, and so many more. So it's just really exciting to work with her because it's like she worked with those people. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and when you when you were working with her and talking, did you ask her a ton of questions about what it was like working with all those big artists? Not really, because it's just like I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I get to do this. Oh my god! I'm like thinking in my head, what do I do next? What do I do? Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm gonna do this. Practice, practice, practice. What am I gonna do this now? Is it more um, vocals, or is it like uh, instrument as well, or is it both? Um, she helps me with my vocals and my technique, but she also helps me like she helps me learn more chords on the guitar and the ukulele. Well, let's kind of talk about Tulsa a little bit for people who don't know what Tulsa is. What is it? Um, well, Tulsa is a movie. Um, it's about, um, I get to play Tulsa, which is really amazing. And it is about um, a girl, Tulsa, who mm-hmm. um, lost her mother in a motorcycle accident. And she finds a picture of Tommy, 
her father in her mama's Bible. And so the movie's really about them coming together and her trying to make him believe that he's a good father enough for her and that um, he should always have hope, love, and faith. How did you get casted for this role? Um, so I, ha- I had um, a callback in Charlotte. So while we were driving there, we got the audition. And so I was writing it out in the car. And then once we did that callback, I was like writing it out that night in the hotel room. And when we were driving back to tape it, and then I got the callback, which was really, really weird. Cause I'm like, wow, I got it. And I was writing it in the car. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so when I got that, it was just really amazing. Cause I, I really loved the character from what I'd read so far. And then when I got it, I ran around the house multiple times with my little brother. <laughs> it was just really exciting. And it's a lead role too. Yeah, it was really crazy because I got to meet Scott and it was it was very funny because it's like, it's crazy. You don't really expect to get a lead. <laughs> as excited as you were, were your parent, friends and family just as excited for you as well? Yeah, they they were amazed. My little brother, he he was like, oh, and then he ran around the house with me, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> and what was this set different when you were on set here as a lead? Was it any different than how it was in South Africa? Um, it was a bit different because we weren't that far away. <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, we 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 drove back a few times, but then it was just we didn't get to spend that much time with them, so we would like. Um, every time we got back to the house, we'd like FaceTime them. We'd be like, why aren't they answering? And then we're like, oh, they're at school. Right. <laughs> it's like stressing over nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and where, where was it filmed? Um, it was filmed in Augusta. Okay. So not too far from here. Yeah. How long did it take to shoot it? Was it like a three month thing or is it a six month thing or? Um, it was about a month. And oh, okay. That was really cool. Cause, like, even through that month, you got to know so many people because it was such a smaller film. You didn't have that big of a crew like you did in Redeeming Love. I mean, Redeeming Love's crew was huge. And then when you're on Tulsa, like, you know everybody. And I had to, and we shared a house with Scott and Gloria, the director. And we would hear them get in so much later than we thought because we, we got in late and then we realized how late they got in. So it was crazy. And you realize how much everybody else does. Did you like working with the smaller, more intimate crew or did you like working with a bigger crew? Um, I like both (laughs) (laughs) because it's like you get to know everyone, but also since you do that, you realize like there's so many more people, how much more do they do? And it was just really crazy. Did you get a chance to sit down with some of the cast and crew and and just kind of pick their brain a little bit on what they did or were you just kind of like in the zone? Um, it was kind of in the zone, but I also, uh, when we had like little breaks, I, um, on set, we would like talk to them and they would be all really nice. Where is it playing right now? It is playing in Regal Theaters nationwide. Nation. And how does it feel to say that? Kind of crazy. <laughs> Not real, like it's in a dream. And I'm just curious. Yeah, I know you want to be on Nickelodeon or Disney. Why is that such an important goal to you? Um, well, it's like you grow up watching those shows. So it's like if you if you well, you dream about being there because it's like you grow up watching them. It'd be crazy. And it's like it's like how do you get that big? I mean, they're so big. It's just crazy. It's almost like they do those shows and then they go solo and then they just kind of go up from there. So yeah. I, I can definitely see um, 
<laughs> I could definitely see you doing that as well. Uh, and I'm sure you've done research on LA. Is there any where you want to go in particular or anything you want to see? Anywhere with acting, really? <laughs> um, anyone, if anyone has any tips, please tell me. Cause yeah. I, I just want to go there. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, just be prepared that the traffic is a little intense. If you think it's bad here, it's pretty bad there. And uh, but you run into like so you run into actors everywhere. Like you'll be and it's just weird that like you see them at the grocery store and it's almost like you got to do a double take because it's like, oh, there's so and so. So what would you say to yourself in five years? Because I know in five years, you're going to be either, you know, probably on a bigger set, bigger movie, you're going to be on to bigger and better things. What advice would you give yourself? Um, Keep working hard and never give up. And always be humble and always remember my family and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, being humble so important to you? Because, like, I mean, I just want to be me. I don't want to be some crazy superstar. I mean, that would be amazing. But I don't want to be um, – it's, like, it's great to become your dreams, but you don't – you shouldn't change you to get there. And if somebody came up to you and saw you playing your music and, you know, seeing you on screen and they wanted, you know, to know what they had to do, what advice would you give them? Never give up. Always be humble. Always be you and do what you love. All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I would love your help. This podcast is brand new, so I need all the help I can get. If you would, just subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating. I really, really would appreciate it. And last but not least, I got a little something for you. For the last 10 years, I have been writing, shooting, producing, editing my own video to get my dream job as an entertainment reporter in Los Angeles interviewing the stars. Now, that might not be your dream, but if you are in this industry and you are in this field, you are going to need to learn how to write, shoot, and edit, produce your own content. And now I want to personally train you on these skills so you can create your own journey and make money while doing so. So what I want you to do now is log on to Facebook and request to be in my private Facebook group, On Camera Professionals. Once again, it is called On Camera Professionals. But wait, Thomas, I really like your stuff. I really want to learn from you, but I don't want to be on camera. Don't worry. I got you covered. In this group, I'm going to be doing a live training, so that means live tips and tricks. I'm going to do giveaways, freebies, and I'm also going to do personalized training. So once again, log on to Facebook and type in On Camera Professionals, and I'll see you there.